Today is Wednesday, July 7th, 2021. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Today we're talking Summer Nationals at Knox County, Super Dirt Car Series at Ransomville. There's news from Kyle Larson and USAC, plus new podcast episodes and today's streaming schedule. Before we dive in, if you like what I'm doing here, please subscribe to the show, leave a review, and hit those follow and notification buttons depending on where you consume this. Make sure to follow Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And don't forget, DirtTracker.com has a bunch more cool dirt racing stuff. Now let's jump in. The Summer Nationals and Modified Nationals kicked off week number four last night at the Knox County Fairgrounds in Illinois. It was the first trip to the track with the Fairboard stepping up big this season to draw a bigger series for their yearly fair race. In a piece at DirtOnDirt.com, Todd Turner wrote that the Summer Nationals purse is more than double what the track has paid in recent seasons for their unsanctioned events around the fair, and I'd say the risk paid off. They had nearly 50 cars among the different divisions, and the front stretch grandstand looked packed last night. For those of us that watch and get to attend bigger races regularly, it's easy, I think, to lose a bit of perspective on these events. You forget that for some tracks and towns, securing a Summer Nationals event is a really big deal. As for the track itself, it's an interesting facility with some different challenges for the drivers. It's a pretty big half mile, but it's narrow and flat all the way around. Drivers were carrying a ton of speed down the straightaways and then having to get slowed down for the flat corners. I do think for future events, they need to find a different place to park the team haulers. There were points where fans in the stands and those watching on Dirt Vision couldn't see the action because the trucks were blocking views. Over to the actual racing, the night's late model feature was hampered by a lengthy red flag for a big crash down the backstretch that involved Ryan Unzicker, Jason Fager, Joe Godsey, Rich Bell, Brandon Lance, and others. It took a while to get all the cars untangled and towed off, but all the drivers were okay. Once rolling, though, it was all Ashton Winger out front. He led all 30 laps from the outside front row and held off Bobby Pierce to grab his first career Summer Nationals win and $5,000. Winger was the 2020 World of Outlaws Rookie of the Year and is running the full Summer Nationals Tour this season. Pierce finished second and extended his points lead over third, finishing Tanner English. Mitch McGrath and Fager completed the top five. In the night's modified feature, it was yet again all Nick Hoffman. The two cars started on the pole and led every one of the 20 laps. Drake Troutman tried to challenge him early, but Hoffman was too strong and drove away through the course of the race. Hoffman has led every lap he's been a part of this season. Troutman, Zeke McKenzie, Ray Bollinger, and Jacob Rexing completed the top five. Both the late models and modifieds head to Spoon River tonight to continue week four. Kent Robinson bagged the late model win at Spoon River in 2020, while Will Krupp was the modified winner. You can watch the action live tonight on Dirt Vision. Last night's Super Dirt Car Series 100 lapper at Ransomville turned into the Matt Shepard show. He went quick time, won his heat race, and dominated the feature from the second starting position. Peter Britton finished second after starting eighth. Stuart Friesen was third, Mike Mahaney fourth, and Eric Rudolph was fifth. Pole setter Matt Williamson had a tire go down and ended up 17th after battling with Shepard early. It was the second consecutive win for Shepard with the series, and he chipped away a little bit at Friesen's points lead. Friesen and Shepard are the only drivers with multiple wins through the first seven races. This run of Tuesday night shows continues next week when the Super Dirt Car Series heads to Albany, Saratoga for the rescheduled Horsepower 100. For more on the series, check out SuperDirtCarSeries.com. Knoxville Raceway has opened up entries for the upcoming 360 and 410 Knoxville Nationals, and one of the favorites for the event has submitted his paperwork. Kyle Larson will compete in the 410 Nationals with Paul Silva and the 57 machine. The NASCAR Cup Series is on the road course at Indy that week, but the logistics should be fairly easy for Larson to maneuver. 
His prelim night won't be affected, but the cup cars do have practice on Saturday from 11.05 to 11.55. The tracks are about 430 miles apart, but I'm sure Larson can probably find a jet to take him to Knoxville following practice. He'll then run the Nationals Saturday night before heading back to Indy for the road course race on Sunday afternoon. Larson bagged the big win at Knoxville in 2020, but it wasn't the Nationals because of the pandemic. His last two appearances in the big race were in 2018 when he finished third and 2017 when he finished second. Larson's last five appearances in Knoxville with the Outlaws include four wins and a second, so he'll definitely be uh, atop the list of favorites. Just offhand, I think you're probably looking at Larson, Carson Macedo, David Gravel, Brad Sweet, and Kerry Madsen as the guys to really keep an eye on for the Nationals win. They haven't updated the list in a few weeks, but you can keep an eye on pre-entries for the event at KnoxvilleRaceway.com. We've seen a lot of raised purses in recent seasons uh, and more points fund money being added across dirt racing, and USAC's Indiana Sprint Week is next in line for increases. The series announced yesterday that each of the seven races will be 6,000 to win and 600 to start, and that the week-long points fight will now pay 10,000 to the champion, with the top eight in the standings all getting paid. Chase Stockton is the defending Sprint Week champion, and the seven races will take place at Gas City, Kokomo, Lawrenceburg, Terre Haute, Lincoln Park, Bloomington, and Hobstop. Sprint Week runs July 23rd through the 31st and includes two off nights. Kudos to USAC and the tracks for bumping the payouts. And you're seeing these increases because of the rising popularity of dirt racing and the influx of cash from some of these streaming deals uh, between services like Flow Racing and Dirt Vision. It was only a matter of time before that money started to trickle down to the racers. For more on the announcement, check out usacracing.com. Looking at other dirt racing podcasts this week, Wing Nation has Justin Henderson, Lachlan McHugh, and Kerry Madsen. Stick Signals has Ashton Winger and is talking Helltour. Forward Bite has Freddie Smith. The Dirt from Knoxville has Matt Jewell, and there are new episodes of the Dirt Reporters and the Midwest Autosports podcast. To see the full list of dirt racing shows and episodes, check out dirttracker.com slash podcasts. There are five shows on the streaming schedule today. Dirt Vision has the Summer Nationals from Spoon River. Flow Racing has Flow 24-7 and the USAC East Coast Sprint Cars at Action Track USA. Speed Sport has weekly action from Clarksville and Buena Vista. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Before we close out today, a couple of Brandon Overton stats for you. First, over the last 107 World of Outlaws races, Brandon Shepard obviously has the most wins with 35, but you know that Brandon Overton is actually second? He has 13 wins, which is more than any other driver except Shepard, and he's only run uh, less than half the races. On the flip side for Overton, though, I am a victim of this, or uh, maybe not a victim of this, but uh, certainly a part of this, and others have heaped a ton of praise on Overton, but it's often feast or famine with Big Sexy. Over his last 49 outlaw starts, 20 have resulted in finishes worse than 10th, and with Lucas, that percentage is actually worse. Over his last 36 starts with that series, 11 have been finishes of worse than 10th. That's about a third, including his three most recent races. He finished 20th at Florence, 19th at Ponderosa, and 19th at Bubba. It's an interesting contrast to think about, especially after we saw him dominate at Eldora, followed by two out of three wins at Lernerville for the Firecracker. For more stats and numbers like this, check out dirttracker.com analytics. Quick show note, I'm trying some different audio settings today on both the podcast and YouTube videos. Let me know if it's an improvement or not. I know very little about audio, so I'm digging in and trying to make the shows sound a little better. That's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Wednesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. 
Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.